Remembering the great DJs of radio, it's Radio Greats with the live Luke. This time on Radio Greats, you join me at Global HQ in Leicester Square as I chat to my guest who has been a local and a national voice on the airwaves for over 30 years on stations up and down the country from Rock FM, Key 103, Heart and Magic and I'm pleased to be finding a little more about him. But before I do, welcome... Danny Petroni. Luke, hi. Good to be here. Oh, and it's what an entrance. Oh, my, what an introduction. My my pleasure, and it's it's great. And um, thank you for the invitation, inviting me. Uh, Not at all. Great to meet you. Well, uh, Danny, for over thirty years, you've worked in the radio business, working on stations up and down the country, and being a local and national voice. But going back to the beginning, how was it you developed the bug for radio? Wow, the bug. Um, I'm not sure if I ever developed it. How did I catch it? <laughs> um, well, hospital radio. When I was a when I was a kid, going to school, I'd like sort of walk, go along after school and uh, you know voluntary work, you know, completely unpaid. And then that led to install radio, which was Radio Top Shop in Oxford Circus and Virgin Megastore Radio. So record shops don't exist anymore now, so you can't do that. Um, and then into into ILI, into independent local radio. So am I right in thinking it's January of 1989 that you get your first big taste on uh, local radio when you do an overnight show for the Chiltern? Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, it was It was an overnight. It was uh, two till six in the morning on, on the Chiltern network. And uh, it came from Dunstable. And um, I got £24. Ooh. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> six pounds an hour, <laughs> <laughs> close to the minimum it, wage. <laughs> it was. It was. It, the funny thing was, I was so excited, and I hadn't even thought about the the, the show fee. And then I remember about uh, three or four weeks later, this this letter arrived on my doorstep, and it was and it contained a check for twenty four quid. And I'd completely forgotten that that it was actually a job, and that I was going to get paid for it. Oh, and I, I have to ask, what was that first show like on Chilton? terrible <laughs> yeah no no it was um well you'll you'll probably have to ask paul robinson he was the he was the guy that gave me the gig and uh he ended up going to radio one in the end but um uh it it probably was pretty pretty bad actually because I, I i was never asked back um i think i've got it somewhere i think it's on a cassette somewhere but uh, i thought it was good but obviously um others would would differ <laughs> Uh, nevertheless, 15 months later, in May of 1990, your full-time gig comes in the form of Rock FM. So yeah. how was <clears throat> it uh, the Rock FM gig came about? Well, I I ended up doing in-store radio after the, the, the Chilton car crash. And um, I was at Radio Top Shop in Oxford Circus for about a year and a bit. And... Um, I got to know Gary King, who you may well know, who's also on Smooth. And he told me that uh, Red Rose Radio in Preston in the northwest was about to split frequencies and it was going to be Red Rose Gold on AM and Rock FM on FM and that they were looking for uh, for jocks. And so I ended up sending off a demo. I think he actually recommended me to Dave Lincoln, who was the boss, who was the managing director. And uh, they took me on. And can you remember that first show and what was it like? I'm not sure if I can remember the, my first show on Rock FM because obviously it wasn't my first ever 
independent local radio show. Uh, but I was still pretty excited about it. I mean, you know, having a full-time gig, um, it was like, it was the evening show, I think. And uh, yeah, it was pretty exciting. Rock FM. Preston's Best Rock. Good afternoon, Preston. Quarter to one from your Best Rock radio station. Weather-wise, not too bad. Bright intervals, occasional showers developing early and becoming quite heavy at times by evening. Top temperature, 13 Celsius, 55 Fahrenheit at the Pierhead in Liverpool. And here at Red Rose Rock FM, the home of the Northwest Top 40. You can catch three hours of hits back-to-back tomorrow morning between 9 and 12. What you gonna do? Well, it was also during this time with Rock that you uh, also did a bit of uh, cover work, should we say, for um, what we what we could describe as the first uh, first taste of networking, that being the Superstation. Yeah, that that was pretty exciting, I have to say, because uh, that was that was like an overnight st- uh, sustaining service for a lot of ILR stations. Um, Capital didn't take it because you know they were so they were so big they did their own thing and I think I think quite a f- well a few other stations didn't take it but quite a lot did did take take it from ten p.m. till six in the morning and so it was semi national and it was a big deal so I was really quite excited when when I got that gig yeah good evening ten thirty seven the superstation with the best nighttime tracks Danny Petroni here till twelve midnight tonight maybe having a good Sunday night I play this uh, for you if you got caught up in a weekend hold up. Um, Typhoon Winona has been leaving her mark <laughs> in Japan. She left an 84-mile traffic jam behind uh, as she careered through the area. And drivers had to abandon their vehicles and collect them the next day. 15,000 left on one of Japan's motorways. Surprised, actually, that uh, Great Britain doesn't get in the top ten of the longest hold-ups ever. Apparently, France does rather well. He, uh, she has the uh, longest... Hold up, 110 miles from Lyon to Paris, and that was back in 1980. It makes the M5, M25 seem like a convenient circular route around the perimeter of London, doesn't it? Over a year with Rock and presenting different shows and also doing cover for the Superstation, what was your highlight with both Rock and Super? Well, I think it was it definitely was the Superstation. Um, I mean, that was that really did feel like proper you know, sort of limelight kind of thing. Um, uh, so but that, that I only did that for a couple of weeks. I was only sitting in for, uh, I was standing in for Phil Kennedy, in fact, because his wife had, um, she'd been um, stuck on a plane because it was during the, the first Gulf War. And she was a flight attendant. And I think they were holding this plane somewhere in 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 in, in Iraq. And uh, he had to go and see her or something. I can't remember the details, but I ended up standing in for him for a couple of weeks. But then, unfortunately, about about a month later, it went bust. And uh, I wonder whether I killed it off. (laughs) (laughs) Whoever knows. uh, We'll never know. We'll never know. And... uh... The Superstation and the best nighttime tracks till midnight. Danny Petroni here. This is a wonderful uh, 21st birthday party last night of a friend of mine. Reminds me of being young. Uh, Why is it at parties people always end up telling jokes and then end up pretending that they didn't want to hear the jokes and groaning and everything? I just love to hear them. I had a really terrible one last night. Uh, I thought I had to share this one with you. It's unbelievably corny. What is uh, red, yellow, black and white? (laughs) Rupert the Fridge. The show you did with Chilton, you were never asked back. But uh, after... 
Rock had finished, yeah. you were invited back to Chilton. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, I sent them a demo because I was quite keen to move back down south because I wasn't from that area. I was from, I mean, I'm in London, I'm from London. I was kind of missing home. So I sent off two demos. One was to Chilton and one was to uh, Invicta. Uh, and in fact, I did get an offer from Invicta as well. They offered me the early show, but I ended up taking the Network Late Show on, on Chilton. Uh, which came from Milton Keynes. So in the end, I did end up on Chilton. Paul Robinson had moved on at that point. He was he was actually at Radio 1 at that stage. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I, I ended up there in the end. And you mentioned that um, it was ne- it was networking and you'd already yep. done your bit of experience with the Superstation net- being a network as yeah. well. Do you, would you say that uh, those skills from the Superstation were really beneficial when it came to Chilton because, um, am I right in thinking split links at this point were not really a fit? No, no, there was none of that at all. Um, I mean, it was a similar setup, yeah, but it wasn't It wasn't anywhere near as many stations as the Superstation. Chilton Network at that point was, um, I think it was five or six stations, but it was still quite a, still quite hefty coverage. Chilton Radio 97.6 doing the late night for Chilton was that the only show you did for them for that time um, I did a few depths here and there I stood in for um, I stood in for James Cannon on breakfast in uh, on the 97.6 Chilton 97.6 from Dunstable I did that for a week um, I think I did the mid-morning show for uh, for Steve Power who's now on Wave um, but uh, yeah I was mainly I was mainly on the late show the UK's leading music force February of 1993, um, you once again head back up to the north of England. Uh, yeah. This time uh, for Key 103. Yeah, that's right. And I, I never thought I'd go back up north, but um, Key 103 was was becoming pretty exciting. Um, uh, you had you had Steve Penk, Gary King was there. Uh, you had uh, oh goodness me, it, it was it was it was a pretty cool place to be, and uh, it was on the up. So. Yeah, I ended up moving up there to do Drive. And doing Drive, and as you said, on the up, um, this was also around the time, how how could we say, the Manchester scene was happening. It was, absolutely. So what, what was that like to see acts like Oasis, The Happy Mondays... Uh, Stone Roses, all these names come through, and well, we we didn't. I didn't really see much of it. I mean that that's not that's not that's not really my kind of music anyway. <laughs> but um, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean it was it was an exciting time. Um, it was more sort of take that and E seventeen and bands like that 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 we were sort of. But how long were you at Key for? Um, I was there for about a year and a half um, until I think about no, I was about there for there for about two and a half years. I think I left around June or July of ninety five. And I have to ask, in those two years, what was your favourite moment with Key? Oh goodness, um, I'm not sure really. Um, I mean, it was it was good fun, you know, working up there with you know, with a really good bunch of people. 
I think probably the the the, the most surreal uh, thing was 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 working with Noddy Holder, oh. who's about the nicest guy in the whole world. Never mind the radio industry or the music business. Uh, so that was really amazing. And uh, you'd be sitting, this was back in the day when you could smoke at work. There was a smoking room and you'd be sitting there with Noddy Holder in the same room as you having a cigarette and thinking to yourself, you're Noddy Holder. <laughs> it was it was crazy. And yeah, no, just just the nicest guy. So that, that was that was pretty cool. And I have to ask with Noddy, did you ever say to him, Noddy, say it's Christmas? Oh, no, I didn't actually. Probably should have done. (laughs) Probably should have done, but no, no, certainly not. half years with Key and am I right in thinking when you left Key the next station you went to was Heart 106? Heart 106.2 yeah that's right Heart Birmingham had had already launched I think Heart Birmingham launched in 94 and so London was it was going to be the next big London station you know the first you know big music station really to take on capital and um, Keith Pringle who'd been my boss at uh, Key 103 was poached to go and set it up and he took me with him he he uh, he gave me a gig on heart so that's how I ended up there and uh, when going between Key and heart and already as you said you would the shows you were doing with Key drive time and that was it a difficult decision to leave um somewhere as you said in with acts like take that and being in the same room of noddy holder yeah. move into a st- that was sad I, yeah well i was sad to leave but i kind of it did feel like this this big thing was about to happen you know first proper big you know pop station to launch in london off since capital and that you know Cap- remember capital had launched in 19 i think 1973 so this was like you know 22 years later and it was going to be the you know it was going to be the sleeping giant that would eventually you know become number one in London, mm. um, and obviously it did. Good evening, we are London's Heart One Hundred Six Point Two. Hope you're okay. You're fine and dandy. It's quarter to nine, and there's the woman. Very nearly got Demi Moore's role in Indecent Proposal. She just missed the boat, but she did get to sing one of the songs from the film. Lisa Stansfield, you can catch her 4th of November at Wembley Arena. If you want more details, just dial 0171 343 1062. That's 0171 343 1062, the Heart Ticketmaster hotline. Not just for our Lisa, but also for any other concerts or films or shows or plays in London. That's the number you need. We also played you Terence Trendarby from the 80s box and Sign Your Name and more from there on uh, Friday, this coming Friday, 7 till 11 on Dancing Through the 80s. Now, coming up, the band that are getting the King Singers treatment at the proms this year. In the meantime, how do you fancy winning a trip to the land of Oz? London's Heart 106. What was the first show you hosted with Heart? Uh, well, funnily enough, I was only actually employed for cover work. And um, in fact, the first show that I, I hosted was, was the evening show. Um, because they'd hired Scott Mills, who was still at Key at the time, and Scott had just signed a new deal at Key 103, so they were holding him to his contract. So he wasn't able to start for about a year. I think he'd just signed another year's deal or something, but they held him to his contract. So I covered for Scott for a year on Heart until he joined. So I was basically on evenings. 
Well, um, you mentioned mm. Scott Mills uh, was in the lineup, and am I also right in thinking Kid Jensen was also? Yeah, well, he 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 didn't join until uh, it was nineteen is ninety eight actually, um, and he actually approached them if I remember. Um, he'd been on Capital for years and years, and obviously been on Radio One, so he went from Drive Time. Uh, to um, funny enough to drive time on Heart, so oh. that was a bit of a coup for Heart to to get to get Kid Jensen. Yeah, yeah. London's Heart one hundred six point two. Oh yes, another weekend upon us, and another Friday night retro party. Good evening. This is Dancing Through the Eighties. Are you ready for the classic? Yeah! Certainly hope you are. Thank you to the kid back on Sunday at four with all those great songs on another CD countdown, London's 30 biggest albums. Right, let's continue a 30-minute non-stop music mix. Here's Rod. And how long were you with Heart for? I was there until, um, goodness, it was about eight and a half years. I, I think I left in January 2004. And... In those eight and a half years, did you have a favourite moment, a highlight? Favourite moment? Oh, gosh, there's so many. I mean, you know, when you're there for that length of time, I'm just trying to think of one that jumps out straight away. Um, oh, goodness. I remember I remember dressing up as one of the village people with Scott Mills <laughs> and David Priva and Chris Farrell and uh, probably someone else. I can't remember. We did this thing for the, for the Hearts... Uh, I think it was Hart's f- first or second birthday. I think it was the second birthday in 97. That was quite fun. Um, just trying to think of what else. And we took a load of listeners to uh, to Paris on what was called the Love Train, because I used to do the, the, the Club Classic show. And so we, we, we did this competition where we gave away a, a trip to Paris where you could go and sort of have a, have a you know, it was like a disco or something. And then we we dragged all these listeners over. So that was quite fun. Well, so eight and a half years um, with Art, and as you mentioned there, the village people dressing up as that, that, that yeah. probably would make, uh, for now, in, in today's that a good Globals Make Some Noise uh, campaign. <laughs> I think there's a tape of it somewhere, oh. probably an old VHS copy. Um, I would ha- yeah. I'll have to dig it out. It's probably wrapped in a, in a, in a brown, in brown paper somewhere. Somewhere yeah. in the vaults. Yeah, somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> never, never, ever to to see the light of day ever again. <laughs> From the movie Coyote Ugly, Liam Rhymes can't fight the moonlight. It's drive time, four minutes to six. Danny Petroni for Greg Burns here at Heart 106.2. Another great hour of music variety on the way. Keep it here for Kylie. Got some Sonic, a club classic from Sister Sledge as well. And then Gareth John after seven o'clock tonight. January 2004, um, you leave Heart and... Yeah. Am I right then in thinking uh, you head over the road um, from yeah. where we are to well, where we are now to um, Golden Square for Magic? Uh, actually, Magic was still at Oxford Circus at that point. Oh. They were still in uh, they were still in Mapping House, which was just off Oxford Circus, uh, and we were in the same building as as Kiss. So yeah, that, that's where that's where Magic was when I joined them. Ah, and um, how did the um, arrival to magic begin? Um, well, I'd actually, I'd, my, my contract, at, they hadn't renewed my contract at heart at that point. So I had to get my skates on and find another gig. Um, and um, yeah, magic, magic took me on. So I was, I was pretty happy. I was pretty grateful to be honest, because I was out of a gig. 
Well, I, I remember Magic uh, religiously growing up and listening to it. Right, right. Um, and am I right? And, of course, you were the kin of Mellow Magic in the evenings. That's right, yeah. But yeah. was Mellow Magic the first show you did, or did... Yeah, it was. It absolutely was. Um, um, yeah, I think I was on that show. I did a few depths. I did some depths on, on mid-mornings. I think I did drive. But I was on that show most of the time, yeah. yeah. The, ki- the, ki- the, kin of, the kin of mellowness. <laughs> Something like that. In an hour, I'm Lindsay Brown. And the weather for London, well, pretty hot and sticky today. Remaining dry and mild for the rest of tonight. 12 Celsius, 54 the low. And then even warmer and sunnier tomorrow, hitting 82 Fahrenheit. If you like it hot and sunny, well, it's good news for you. Friday through Sunday, really hot. It's going to be a beautiful weekend. Wednesday night's Mellow Magic. Let's get into 30 more minutes of great wind-down songs back-to-back. Because you mentioned they were at Oxford, they were at Oxford Circus. Yeah. Um, when when did the big move to Golden Square happen? Then yeah, when when we moved in with uh, with with Absolute, um, that would have been goodness me, I've got to think now. Uh, yeah, it was two thousand and fourteen. I'm pretty sure it was two thousand and fourteen. Uh, yeah, and that was roughly the same time when Magic went on to um, DAB Multiplex, so, something like that. Yeah, God. Yeah. <laughs> so much, so much has gone on in the last goodness knows how long. Um, yeah, so um, we sort of bunched up with uh, Absolute, and obviously Kiss were there, and I think Planet Rock, yeah, Planet Rock, and even Heat. I think there was a Heat. There was Heat Radio at the time. I think that's gone now. Mm. Well, went ages ago. Magic, there's the greatest love of all. Got a big magic favourite coming up a bit later for... Uh, this is for my wonderful partner, Kirsty. I love you, says Reese, and that she's like the wind from uh, Patrick Swayze. And while we're looking ahead, just uh, make sure if you're an Olympics fan, you don't miss tomorrow morning on breakfast, the most amazing prize to get you in the mood uh, for the Olympics. Your chance to be at the VIP BT British Olympic Ball, hobnobbing with all sorts of Olympic champions and stars from the sports world. Uh, people like Duncan Goodhue and Colin Jackson. Tessa Sanderson's going to be there. Also, Steve Redgrave and Sharon Davis. Uh, more legends of sport than you can shake a javelin at. And uh, there's live music from Sir Tom Jones as well. And even fine dining from Michelin-starred chef Tom Aitkins. Another chance to get on that exclusive guest list tomorrow morning on Magic Breakfast with Foxy. And you could be joining the ultimate pre-Olympic party with BT bringing it all together for London 2012 and Magic 105.4. You, you were at, you were at Magic for 11 years and seeing and I remember a friend of mine saying radio was a revolving door of people coming in and coming out of who and a who's who really but um in that I mean you, see, seeing Magic go to DAB what was it like to in 2015 to say farewell to a station like Magic, where you'd spent over a decade? And am I right in thinking also, you it's the longest station you were with? 
Yeah, it was. It definitely was. Um, but it was just it was just time to move on, and it, it it was starting to move in in a direction that I wasn't that happy with. And um, there was a there was some there was a lot of politics going on. And sometimes, you know, it's just you just know when it's time to jump ship. And smooth was was coming up, and you could just see. You could just see what, you know, the way the tide was turning and it was just time for a change. I mean, you know, 11 and a half years is a long time. People who I really enjoyed working with, who I, who I really rated, were already on smooth. You know, people like Paul Fear. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, it was just the right time. This is Smooth in the middle of 40 minutes of great love songs. Two wonderful movie songs back to back from Ronan and Whitney. Well, we we come on to Smooth now um, because uh, we find you hosting Smooth Love Sons uh, every weekend. But when you when you started, you were doing uh, week weekday nights. Yeah. Um, and as you say, you've been reunited as well with uh, the majority of your magic colleagues. Um, mm. I mean, Martin Collins, uh, yeah. Paul Fear, as you mentioned, Gary Kin. And you've got a great memory for remembering that it was called Smooth Love Songs. Yeah, because it, 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 it uh, obviously now it's called the Smooth Late Show, but but yeah, I mean, a lot of people wouldn't remember something like that. No, <laughs> in fact, well, that I I I, rem- I, rem- I remember I remember the press release that came out. Uh, st- it's actually still there, I think, where it says uh, Danny Petroni to take takes over Smooth Love Sons. And, right, right. Because it, it's funny because when when Smooth, I remember when Smooth sort of started. It was for those, I think, for the first three months was it it was uh automation it was just automation move music of, of love was. songs and yeah then... it was no it was completely presenterless presenterless yes mm. good words <laughs> um and but six years with smooth what's what has been your main highlight with them oh goodness <clears throat> another highlight yeah. Um, I'd say probably the, the highlight has been the fact that we've, we've, we've managed to build the audience. You know, I mean, in our last Rajar meeting, you know, we were looking at the graphs and, um, it's, it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's doing really well, you know, so, you know, it's, it's, it's great, you know, can't complain. <laughs> well, that's good to hear. Um, so. I mean, it took a long time. That's the other thing. I mean, smooth. It's been on, it's been on 102.2 FM in London since back in the early 90s when it was Jazz FM. And it's kind of languished for such a long time. It's only really recently that it's finally started to, to take off numbers wise. It has, yeah. And it, it's kind of that, that thing where, where we say about radio changing. Mm. Um, because Smooth itself has gone through a lot of development process, as, as you mentioned, yeah. from Jazz FM to, um, what I would say um, in the old days when GM, GMG had it, it was mm. light-hearted um, music from the 60s until the 90s. And then mm. it somehow nowadays has changed the music music policy and brought in more mm. newer tunes, but a yeah, more yeah. mellowed down sort of, um, how can I say, bringing in the songs that um, you would have normally found on heart. Yeah, then... absolutely. Well, all these stations have, have changed and adapted and, and evolved, you know. I mean, heart's now much more similar to Capital than, than it's ever been. Um, heart used to be Magic's main competitor. Um, but, you know, it's all it's all changing. So, um, yeah, no, no, it's it's, uh, it's, it's a quite a good time. And a, a very good time indeed. Well, to any... 
one who's looking to make a career in the radio industry, Danny, what advice would you give them? What advice would I give them? Probably don't do what I do. <laughs> I would say just just go for it. And you know, if you if you want something badly enough, you know, you'll you'll you should be able to get it. You know, I mean, you've just got to really want it badly enough and um, not give up because it's tough out there. You know, there there are less and less gigs now. There there are you know, there's more and more networking, so you've got fewer people, but presenting on much bigger, you know presenting for, you know for much bigger audiences um can't think of anything specific just just you know you've got to sort of follow your heart and you know just go for it really and finally danny who was your radio great oh man it's got to be luke davis <laughs> oh i'm flattered <laughs> Well, you know, I can I could reel off an, a list of a list of radio greats, honestly. And uh, you know, I, I where, where could I where could I start? I mean, it all it all began probably with, with Tony Blackburn back in the in the eighties, and and legends like Simon Bates on Radio One, and uh, I mean, even people that I work with right now. I think Martin Collins is a is a great presenter. I've always loved Martin. Uh, so they're just they're just too many to choose from. I'm afraid. Too many to choose from, but nevertheless, they're big influence. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, Danny Petroni, thank you ever so much for joining us on this edition of Radio Greats today. My pleasure, Luke. The movie was a bit of a turkey, and if you've seen it, you're probably thinking, a bit. Uh, but the song is fantastic, and uh, was the US number one. Uh, from Up Close and Personal, of course, uh, Robert Redford and Michelle Pfeiffer, if I remember, not that I'm uh, analysing it or anything. And it's Celine Dion on Smooth. Now, we have another hour of great wind-down songs lined up for you, including a classic from Eric Clapton in just a few moments. A bit of Lionel Richie as well. Oh, talking of which, if you are a fan of Lionel Richie, you can win tickets to see him next summer. And just by going to smoothradio.com, plus all those other amazing prizes to be won right now, including a £4,000 cash prize and a 4K TV. Wow. Smoothradio.com for all the details. Remembering the great DJs of radio, it's Radio Greats with the live Luke.